to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sitting in that room with all those 12 people on the table, but then knowing that there's 60 people sitting in a room behind there that all now know. And then you're like, oh, fuck, now when this airs, my nonna's going to see my this. Uncle, my uncle, my cousin. My brothers. My ex-employed, like my ex-places I worked yeah. at. Like so really when people where say. Where I get my coffee. Yeah, when people say, oh, Dom won, or oh, she got the great edit. Mm, do you really think that I wanted to be outed of having an OnlyFans account on Maps? Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live and recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community. I pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Now, you may have heard of the show MAFS, Married at First Sight. If not, you've maybe been hiding under a rock or you just hate reality TV. Anyway, I am obsessed. And last season, we got to see the toxicity and the craziness of this show unravel. Two people in the middle of the drama were Dom and Olivia. I was so invested in their relationship, in the dynamics, and also as Dom as a person being slut-shamed on television, becoming an overnight celebrity. They had so many questions for reality stars. Well, they're civilians, right, to start with? I wanted to talk to Dom and explore all of the avenues of why you'd go on a show like this, what it's like becoming an overnight celebrity, and how you deal with it all. I also want to note, this is not a normal deep episode. It's not just an interview. It is very much a conversation. So you're going to hear me talk a lot more than normal. I have a lot of opinions about this. This is just part one of the conversation. There will be so much juicy, exclusive stuff coming from Dom on part two, the deeper, including if she's open to a mediation with Olivia and what her regrets are. Dom, welcome to The Deep. Thank you so much for having me. Generally, this podcast is heavy. You know, we have some yes. sex and some fun sometimes, and yep. I hope we both do that today, not yeah. necessarily with each other, but like, <laughs> we can discuss these things. But can I explain you to anyone that's been living under a rock and hasn't heard of Married at First Sight? Please, yes. <laughs> so this show has been running now for, what, eight, ten years maybe? They're in their tenth season as, like, 2023 will be their 10th season. 10 years of maths. 
And um, it has gotten bigger and bigger each year. It's a reality show where you marry someone at first sight and we follow the journey of what that looks like. It's relationships, but there's a lot of drama, which we all live for, between the mm. castmates. It's We want the bitchiness between the girls, the dudes doing weird shit, the breakdown, the, the weird sex stuff. It's just like we live for it. We do. It's crazy. Like. And exciting though, as as society that we kind of we're voyeurs. Are, yeah, we really are, and and humans we, are. We, we are. Yeah, and we're a bit perverted. Yeah, and we're a bit odd, and we also have probably more simple lives than what is happening on screen. You know, they add a little alcohol here, they set you up in some awkward situations. Yes. So there's drama. The reality show is a drama. Of course. It is drama. It's entertainment. I oh think we seem to forget that it's entertainment. You know, people switch on at 7.30, you know, four nights a week mm-hmm. for that escape from their real lives. And we're committed to you. Oh, Fully. We are committed. We're on. <laughs> we we find our favorites. We fall in love with people. Yep. We uh, love to hate others. So this show, it's a huge show. You can Google it in your own time. We're sitting across with. I'd like to say season nine's sweetheart. Oh, you and Ella would be the sweethearts of the show. Pretty lucky though. Like with the edits, you never know how that's going to turn out with reality TV. How you're going to be portrayed. When you sign up for something like this amongst tens of thousands of other people, how and, – and, and you have to excuse me because I have to ask the questions everyone wants to know. Yes, of course. And you always tell me if I'm overstepping and I'll back <laughs> up. But what is it like when you think in that moment, hmm, I'm going to just try this out. I'm going to just see how it goes. How much of it is like – fuck, this will be a bit of fun. How much is like, I'm unlucky in love, I want experts to help? And how much is like, I've actually seen others, no matter how this all falls out, have some pretty incredible opportunities? Look, I think when when I applied, it was, you know, we were just going into like the second lockdown of COVID. Um, I was home, I was alone, I wasn't in a relationship, I'd just come out of a divorce and I saw the ad on TV and honestly, I just thought to myself, fuck it. Put yourself out there, Domenica. That, that's really what I thought. And I mean, you know, knowing the opportunities that, that come with being on a reality show, yeah, of course that was in the back of my mind. But genuinely, I thought what an experience to be part of an experiment. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this whole crazy ride that maths is, it really is an experiment because you were getting thrown in the deep end you don't know what the hell is going to happen and you're put with this random person that, you know, some, maybe your some of your personality traits match up and, you know, yeah, you might work or you might not. So it really is just an experiment. So holistically it was like this is a cool life experience 100%. versus if I find someone versus if I get famous versus if they edit me badly. Like let's just see. Like let's have an experience. Hundred percent. It was just for the, like. Let's be honest. It was for the experience. Yeah. When would you get this experience in life? In life, and I just thought we're in lockdown. Life kind of turned on its head, right? After going through a divorce, then going into COVID, where I couldn't see my family for like six months because were you they living alone. I was living alone with my dog. Mm-hmm. The only human contact I had at that point was you know an hour at the dog park, and we all had to be spread out. You know. Yeah. Right. So for me, it was like. 
fuck it. Do was it. it like, what do I have to lose? Do it hundred percent? What what did I have to lose at that point? You know, the world was in chaos. I had gone just gone through a divorce. I really was just putting myself out there on dating apps again, and the dates I'd gone on were shit house. And I just thought, why not? It's another form of of dating app. Let's yeah. be honest, but it's just on national TV and for everyone to judge. So, <laughs> And so you go through these processes of um, ca- castings, I guess, or, you know, they, they're they kind of vetting you to see how mad you are, how willing you are, all Pretty of these much. Things, right? I mean, they just want to get to know the kind of person you are, how unfiltered or open or yeah. maybe how guarded you are in certain areas, yeah. um, what your life story has been. Because really I think every person – I don't, I don't like calling it the cast, but every person that was in the experiment in my season had a story. Yeah. We all really did. And that's yeah. what I found was really exciting about the experiment because it was all these different people from all different walks of life yeah. sitting at this dinner table and everyone had their little story. And that's why – That's why it works. That's why it works and that's why there was that dynamic, even though it was sometimes fucked <laughs> yeah. most of the time. But the dynamic is so interesting because it – it's so relatable to people because everyone knows what it feels like sitting at a dinner table. Being with, awkward. Being awkward where people you don't really necessarily like but you've got to, got to sit there, um, all different walks of life, all different kinds of people. So it is relatable in a weird way. It like, is. I don't know how to explain it. And it's it. a funny thing, right, because we've seen – we've now – we're nine seasons in when you start and we've seen yep. how this has played out. Like Martha has got this Huge profile. Yep. Her and her boyfriend, fiance, husband. Fiance, now she's pregnant. And I know. Like, yeah. look at that. You know, Jules yeah. has a business, has a husband, has a baby. Yeah. Like, I mean, shit can be amazing for people on this show. And then you have others that have hit incredible amounts of depression through the vitriol, through the audience, and things like yeah. that. It's a risky thing not knowing how you're going to be portrayed is it did you just go I know I'm a good person however they edit me I can stand by that 100% I know deep down that I'm a really good person and yeah I make mistakes sometimes don't get me wrong we humans all make them yeah Yeah. exactly right like we all make mistakes I made mistakes I owned up to them I think the thing a lot of people don't understand it's like okay they can only be two outcomes. You either get a shit edit, and I say that with like little finger quotation marks. quotation marks because I think an edit can only go so far. And I know that some people will disagree with me, but having lived what I lived through and, and seeing, you know, 24 hours, seven days a week of being around these people, what you saw on the show was what those people were like. But you did get a good edit. Or you think you got an honest edit? I think I got an honest edit. I think you saw all of my, you know, shortcomings, Mm -hmm. you know, when, you know, the incident at the, at the retreat where I smashed a glass, you saw that. You saw me say some unsavory things about Jack, but I owned up to it and I apologized. And there was things that I did that people didn't agree with. And I, you know, looking back on them, I'm like, geez, Domenica, that was really uncalled for and that you shouldn't have done that. But I always owned up to those things and I always, you know, I stood by what – not stood by in that sense. You but owned it. I owned it. Because this is the thing that's interesting and, and this is why I really want to make this conversation because you can listen to Dom talk maths everywhere. Like yeah, literally. Yeah. You exactly. have your own show coming yes. out with maths. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a maths conversation even though it will be peppered with situations. It's more about from becoming a – being a civilian mm. and becoming a celebrity. Yes. Overnight. Literally – 
Overnight. Literally. You're a, you're a normal gal. Yep. You've done a bit of micro-influencing. Yes. And next minute you're on every billboard, every screen, we're all talking about you. And the more we're invested, the more we see, the more we're talking about you. You're on yeah. every radio, every newspaper, every Daily Mail, like you are everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. And also I'm probably like a little bit exciting at the start. Like, oh, at the start, it's, shit, I'm going to be famous in a minute. It's really confronting at the start because you're like, holy shit, people know who I am. Like I go to Woolworths with a like a wet fake tan on, like just trying to get some dog food and, you know, something for dinner. And people are like stopping you, asking for photos. Was the show real? Like was everyone like that? Like questions all the time. And we don't get media training. You know, we're not taught. I guess when we sign up for the show or even after you get out. Yeah, exactly. You're just thrown in the deep end, which is totally fine. Like they, they do warn you at the start. You're going on a reality show, guys. Like this is going to be hard. You're going to be known. You live it once when you, when you're living it and then you live it again when you watch it on TV. Cause how many months in between the two? Well, we finished, we wrapped up the reunion in January and then the show aired like late Feb. So literally that wasn't that. No, so you have this kind of weird limbo period, right, where you're just out and about in the the world. (laughs) You're like sensing where they're And it's like these people have no idea what they – you know, when the promos come up on TV, you just think it's a weird limbo. And I was watching – my first thing as like a strategist is I'm looking at the cast and I'm going, who's going to be super famous here? Who is going to be the ones that are going to be getting the brand endorsements, that are going to be, like, getting other shows, that are going to be, like, radio show, Sam Frost did Home and Away. Like, I am looking at you guys with, like, a casting mind going, who is it? And I remember seeing a few of you, but it was you, you were in a lot of the promos because there was a lot of action. and yeah, a lot um, of facial expressions, a lot of emotion. And a lot of uh, – it looked aggressive in the start. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, fuck, I don't know about this chick. Is she going to get mm. – is she going to be a baddie or a goodie, you know? And the yeah. further we go in and we see how it all play out, and it's really tricky, right, because we can't really have this conversation without acknowledging Liv and her position in this. And we will give her an opportunity to have her say in everything, absolutely – but, like, I fell in love with her like everyone else at the start. Yeah. And I still have, because, you know, I've lost my mom and she's lost her dad. Yeah. This um, incredible softness for a woman that can nurse someone to death. 100%. And I, res- I have a huge respect, respect for that too yeah. because I, you know, had an uncle that passed away and was sick for many years with cancer and I saw that with my cousin and my auntie. Like, I've been through that, you know, and I completely respect her for mm. that. I think it's... It's such a, a selfless act. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, and it shows that someone has su- such a depth of love. Yes, you know, and and could yeah. do more than I could in that situation. Yeah. And so um, I fell in love with her while I was falling in love with you, and um, then this thing happened that we all witnessed, mm. and you know, we're all heartbroken because we're seeing something that we don't want to see in somebody, right? Yeah. And then we're waiting for, um, we're waiting for an ownership and uh, a softening and a connecting between the two of you that we never get. So we're all- I'm still waiting for that. We're all satisfied. Yes. Right. Yeah. I want to acknowledge something which is so tricky and- um, there are always, you know, the baddie and then we have the goodie and we all kind of take a side. But yeah. what happens on top of that is, you know, mainstream media are fucked. Mm. 
to them. And what we saw was the um, unwillingness to to own anything got worse because she was backed in this corner, right? She's still backed up. Mm. And it's almost like there's no space. There's just no, there's no space for her to even have ownership anymore. It's so far gone. Mm. And you guys are at it again. There's more angst. Yeah. And then I think to myself, this is also good for business. I know, like, I'm just a strategist Mm. and I'm sure you both want peace. But at the same time. Oh, of course. Like, the beauty of maths and why it has done so well is because it is honestly just a mirror of society. Think of society as a whole. You have some good people and you have some bad people. And then there's kind of people in the middle. And that's what maths shows. I think it's not... Trying. But it's not black and white, right? Either. No, no, no. Like, it's not black. It's never black and white. And I don't think, I personally don't think that the show was trying to make it black or white either. No. And I get it. I get that. But I'm saying, so say that you have been, um, you did a bad thing and the ego's gotten in the way mm. and your stubbornness has gotten in the way and you cannot say sorry. Yeah. You just cannot. Yeah. Admit it because whatever it is in your makeup, yeah. you cannot let your weapon down, right? And That's not good for your soul either. No, like, it isn't. It's, that is heavy. Well, like I don't know. Like for me – that's something that that's why I always own up. If I fuck up, me too. But that's the kind of people we are. There are people I know fucking I know people that will hold on to the death. Me too. I've got them in my family. And right? I tell you what, that shit's toxic and that will eat you and that's you will true, die. But and, what I'm saying you know, is on top of that, we now have a magnifying glass and everyone's yep. public opinion and a pylon oh. that makes that cycle. There's no space. And so and I don't even know the depths of what's happening behind the scenes, mm. but I'm just saying some really fucked up things happened to me, really bad, really unforgivable things, and I feel like the only way there's going to be peace here one day mm. is if there's an opportunity, and I know you're, you have an essence of willingness mm. in you. I know you do, Yeah. and it's whether or not – because what does it mean if she lets down her guard? Like what does that mean for her? Her whole narrative changes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She is a really – she's a human being like all of us, flawed, fucked up. I was in a corner. Whether we'll ever get there, we'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. Well, that's or for hopefully sure. we do know one day. I mean, look, I'm I never never say never. never. I for me, I just the way that I think is I don't want to be put in a situation where I'm confronted with Olivia in that way again and her not, not having any will, not her willingness to really look back on it. Like I've recently like in the last few weeks gone back and rewatched some of the scenes and some of the the language that was used against me, white trash constantly, put um, tie the noose around her neck, burn her at the stake. Did I ever get an apology for those things? No, I didn't. And I, it's important for you to get that to move on. Yeah, and my psychologist and my psychiatrist constantly Believe tell me that. that too. I'm not going to get that. I also just want to make it clear, right, that, yeah, there's a there's a goodie and a baddie, okay? Now, when you're on a TV show, you get all this publicity and, yeah, in turn you get all these really cool opportunities. That's great, right, in my position that I'm in, okay? Um, Olivia may say that I played the victim card all the time, which I don't believe I did. I don't want to be the victim. I don't think I'm the victim. I think I'm a strong 
fucking no, I woman. I, I agree right? with that. But in with that, right, even though, oh, yeah, Dom won out of this, she won, right, people see the good things but they also don't see that there are days where I can't get out of bed. There are days where – You're impacted. You know, I, I still read the DMs of you're fucking ugly, you're – go get your teeth fixed, go – you're a fucking wog cunt, all this shit, Right. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, and no one thinks about that. Everyone sees the good things. Oh, she's getting the brand deals. She's getting the it's TV true. show with Channel 9. It's true. But no one thinks about the real harsh shit that is still coming my way. So let's talk about that because yeah. I think, you know. And I don't want to play the victim. No, I hate that. Not, like that's why I don't talk about it let's either. Let's not call it a victim thing. Let's not make it um, a victim mentality. Let's just discuss it in – let's separate the two. It would be seen as an outsider, mm. as a consumer, or yeah. even as Liv, yeah. that Big time. she is fucking killing it. Mm. The money, mm. the opportunities, the trips, the yeah. this, the that. Like, I would be, if I, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Not if I was a consumer, but if I was her, I'd be like... Oh, I got that. 100%. And I think she needs to stop going on our stories being like, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for her or like, because you're not. And it's totally fucking fine, man. Like, this is what I'm saying. She just needs to just chill. And But do you know the opportunity here for redemption? Would I, I have a I want it for her. her. I want it for her. What I have in my mind for this woman, because I, as I said, like, I have a soft spot for these women that are flawed and that are struggling. Ooh. I do. And I can see... Her, I can see it. I, I can want see it for her peace. too. Honestly, I can see the peace and I can see the healing for you. Oh, it would. I need it. Number one, like I just because need everyone me- else will fucking leave it alone. <laughs> yes, you know. But I, let's move on to you now because we can get. That's another story. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Two sides to this fame coin. I want to visit them both. Yeah. Let's go first to the privilege, mm. right? I do some social media work, so I know the money in that. Yeah. You've got 10 times the followers than me. I can't even imagine the deals. I'm. Are you managed at the moment? Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. loving life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're fucking yeah. loving it. Yeah. So this is a career now. Maths cha- is, was a job promotion. Like it just changed trajectory, right? You're not Completely. doing your job prior to no. that. Yeah. This is your career now. Yeah. Um, opportunities. They would be fucking flooding, yeah. right? And you've got to take that while it's hot because you don't know where things are going to hundred percent. As with life in general, like you don't know what the next day is going to no. bring. And I think in this career, in particular, yeah, fleeting. Of like there's yeah. a new season, new cast coming out yeah. in a minute. So you got these opportunities. You got the amazing Shopo brand de- brand deal, sexy. Yep. Um, you had the OnlyFans exclusive. Mm-hmm. There were all these cool things, right? Mm. Do you? Have a strategy, or do you? Are you led by what you want things to look like next? It's a really good question. Um, I think. Look, at the moment, I 
have having been given all these incredible opportunities and being able to have a platform now to be able to talk to so many women and men like I, men come up to me more than women sometimes I think <laughs> honestly like I've watched it with my partner I, you know I've got daughters thank you for showing yeah. them to be you know to stand by who they are that that for me means more than the brand deals honestly mm. and I know some people might not believe that but it really truly does because for years I was told that you know you're too loud you're too out there like you need to calm down you need to just chill out and for people to see my personality and relate to that and love that that is worth any, that's healing in itself isn't and that's it? worth more than any money any brand could put on the table. Yeah, that money can pay my, my bills and my rent and all that, but it's that validation from people who are now actually seeing that my personality is worthy. Yes. And that healed like 20 mm. years of childhood trauma. Well, I could see that in the fight, how yeah. how triggered you oh. were by being oh. told you were too much, you know. It and, was. And being a European woman and all of these other things, Yeah, you know, these that my voice is aggressive or it's too much. Like I, for, for me, that was very um, shocking, mm. um, you know, to be told by a group of, of women. Um, and I think, you know, recently, I don't know, there's been this kind of shift that women are pen, like pinned against each other and there's like this real tall poppy thing now. So it's women just want to be better than each other than yeah. raising each other up. Yeah, um, and we all, we all are saying the slogans, but who's actually following through? Yeah, n- none of them. I'm telling yeah. you, right? Like that's it's yeah, bullshit. it's it's it is bullshit. And I think you know you can be a feminist and and still talk the truth, and and that's what I'm doing because I think women are actually the biggest moles to each other than anything. Mm-hmm. Like we can all hate on men and be like men are you know fucked and not giving women the opportunities, but women are just as bad. Mm. And I've said it. Like, and you know, you can have all your girlfriends. Can we and talk everything. then about the tall poppy thing? Because it's really interesting with you. Mm. What we're seeing in the last six months is um, loving you, yeah, who you are. Mm. But if you get ahead of yourself and you're traveling around Europe and you're a bit too fabulous mm. and you're buying too many designer handbags mm. and you're getting too, you know, bougie, mm. your audience will make comment. Mm. You know, about yeah. the podcast being to this or yeah, why yeah. are you posting too much of that? Yeah. You've got a really great skill of reversing the narrative back to who you are. Mm. Are you learning all this on the go? 100%. There's no book. I wish someone would write it. <laughs> I but, think uh... I could write something because I'm watching. It's so easy for you to fail. Oh, my you God. Can fuck yes. this up. Oh. If you don't have a little bit of common sense and a little bit of business strategy mm. behind what you're doing. Yep. Oof, it's a thin line and they will pull you down. Oh, 100%. And the thing about succeeding and getting all of this, you know, success and do whatever I'm doing, right, there's always people that want to bring you down. They're always going to be there, whether that be my fellow maths people from my season. Which they do. When I got Dom's debrief, there was a complete shitstorm from you know everyone, everyone, and it that really affected me because I just thought to myself, can I no longer get any opportunities and succeed without it being said to affect other people? Like specifically, Olivia went on her stories and said that in effect, like 
my success was then promoting her bullying. Like apparently my succeeding was then furthering her bullying. And Who's I- bullying? She's getting bullied? Yes, yes. Uh, or she'd get this newfound hate or something or and, and like accusing me of of getting all these bots to go and send oh, her hate okay. hate comments and all of these things so which is completely false like I don't I wouldn't even know how to do that number 1 and also fucking who's got the time for that yeah. like I I don't know about you but I don't have that time yeah <laughs> like but it's um, I guess it's really hard when you are so hurt and I am once again, not defending, but when you're hurt and you're through the lens of that hurt, seeing someone that you believe is the other side of that mm. succeed, it's a trigger, you know, it's 100%, a trigger. 100% and we all get triggered from shit. Please, I trust me. That you are. I bloody know about and, triggers. And, and okay? the thing is you getting – your opportunities aren't going to stop. Mm. So these people being impacted or having a voice or saying what they're going to say is really tricky for you because you haven't been in this industry 10 years and mm. you know how to just deal. You're yeah. still taking this as a human reaction of 100%. feeling like a piece of shit. Yeah. And I think no matter who – or how long you've been in the industry, I think to a certain extent, I like Erin uh, Mullen, for instance, right? She copped a lot of shit and how she's dealt with it is amazing and I like my hat off to her because I don't know how she's done it. But like I think no matter who you are, whether you're Justin Bieber or you're just little old me, right, you're, it's still going to affect you because you're a human. You're a human being. You're not a robot. You have emotions and I think it just comes to the point of like you literally can't read it. And that's but what I have can't. to do to these and days. And you just said before you read the comments. I know. Well, do you read the comments? Not not every day, not as much as I used to because I just thought, number one, it's a time waster and also like I only – the people that I um, interact with like weekly, they don't go in my like folder that's unseen. Yeah. So the people that I've opened their messages and we chat all the time, we've always got that – interaction Dialogue, right yeah. but the people that are in like the hidden folder and all of that kind of stuff but even in my comments like I'll go through sometimes and they'll be, just be like oh like you're so fucking ugly or just like stop you're so in you're so um you're so nothing like or you're whatever you know, I know. and it's hard you're, you're right you've it's so funny. I interviewed J-Mo do you know him from the Telegraph yes 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 and he was saying once these civilians sign that contract, they're ours. doesn't matter what they think. They know. They know. They want the fame. So this is what you get, right? And they tell you that. Like, we have a full-on media briefing day too. But it they doesn't don't try mean and it doesn't it. hurt you when oh, it happens. 100%. I'm always going to be the girl that smashed the glass. I'm always going to be the girl that got outed, you know, slut-shamed on national TV. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot because – and let's move there for a second because the um, sex worker thing, like I am such an ally to the sex workers of the world. They're on our show a lot. I fucking love them. Um, The timing of the OnlyFans was perfect. I mean, and I don't mean this for you, Mm. but – as a society, I think it was the first year yeah. we could consume that information and empower a woman. Like I remember sitting with my husband on the couch watching, just being oh like. Oh, God, Benji Marshall was watching me. Oh, God, <laughs> shit, Benji Marshall knows I have OnlyFans. <laughs> shit. So, do you know what I mean? It's so crazy. But you when, now think that. Yes, because so many millions of people watched the show and 
it takes me back to the moment of that episode, right? And when Cody said the thing, oh, we've all seen you naked on a couch. We Did Jack know you had OnlyFans? Like Jack had to approve it apparently because I've got to make him happy because he's a man. Mm-hmm. Patriarchy. That's, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. But anyway. Yeah. Um, in that moment when he said that, sitting in that room with all those 12 people on the table, but then knowing that there's 60 people sitting in a room behind there that all now know and all the cameramen and the, the sound guys that, you know, I got really close with. Yeah, they're you know, friends. So they all know and then you're like, oh, fuck, now when this airs, my nonna's going to see my this. Uncle, my uncle, my cousin. My brothers. My ex-employer, like my ex-places I worked yeah. at. Like so – Really, when people Where say I get my coffee, yeah, when people say, "Oh, Dom won," or "She got the great edit," mm, do you really think that I wanted to be outed for having an OnlyFans account on Maps? Can I ask something about that? So, when you go on the show, right? Yeah, about the social media and all of that kind of shit. Also, do you kind of go? And I, I'm only saying I've been in media, so I'm aware of this. You might not be, and many people on the show, I'm sure, aren't. Do you go back into the archives of like what vindictive ex boyfriends could come out of the woodwork? Mm. What disgruntled auntie might say something? What OnlyFans fuck do I have to bring that up on the first day and let them know I've done that? Yeah. How, um, did you? have to tell production that you'd done that? So you have a meeting um, with them and, like, they ask you, you know, is there anyone that would want to hurt you? Like, you know, skeletons in the closet. Yeah, that kind of thing, right? And I didn't – look, to be honest with you, I didn't say anything about my OnlyFans because it wasn't – the account was active but I wasn't actively doing it, on it, right? So – I think there's been a bit of a miscommunication about that as well. I wasn't doing OnlyFans when I was on, on Maps. The show. No, it, it was... wasn't active for a while before that, right? Yes. It was just still there. Yes. Um, but you didn't tell them. No, I didn't tell them because I just didn't think it was. They'd bring it up. Look, maybe it's naive of me. Maybe I was embarrassed. I don't know. Bit of both, maybe. Bit of both, definitely. I would say because, yeah. well, look, there is a stigma and still. Also, and also, you're kind of like, I really want this opportunity. Will this? Yeah, and also I'm like, or, and will they find it? Or and then I just they... thought, if people are going to bring up my OnlyFans, which <laughs> it did, but if people are going to bring that up and try and use that against me, it's going to fucking backfire on them. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Maybe it was like a guardian angel that was telling me everything was going to be okay. But I truly feel like in society today we have come far. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a few years back with like the whole Abby Chatfield thing about being slut shamed for one, saying that she was horny because she wanted to fuck the guy. Yeah. Like, hello. A guy that she was dating. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So I think we, we have come so far. So for me, I was like, okay, we're progressive enough. But then for what but the, the way it played out was exactly embarrassing and confronting and confusing. Yeah. And-, and I think people need to really ask themselves when they say, oh, Dom got the good edit. Dom, look, she needs to just leave everything alone. She won. She's got all the opportunities. Yeah, that's great. I got, I've got. i been having amazing opportunities. Also, I think that comes down to my personality because I'm able to handle those opportunities. Yeah, that's in true. A, in a, it's in a the way, way that it all played out. Right, right. But do people really think that, I wanted to sit there at a table and have a man say to me, does your fake TV husband know that you did OnlyFans like it, like he should know because he's a man and he is he yours, owns you. he owns you? Do you think I wanted the whole of Australia and the world? Because I travelled Europe and people from all over the world were stopping me that they've watched the show. 
right? Do I would I want everyone to know that? Just sit there and ask yourself that. I don't. I think people really didn't see that. They only saw it as we saw it as a, a dramatic moment on TV. Yes, and then some yes. of us were like, "Well, obviously the producers knew, and they fed that information." You know, and we used it at that exact point in the show where mm. we were all ready for something catastrophic. I'm, the, but I'm not saying you did it. Oh my no, god, no, I'm no, not no, in no. any way saying you knew. The way the way it played out was actually, I mean, it, it was bound to happen because you know, two weeks prior, the the, the glass smashing thing happened, and that's when like the real heat turned up on Olivia and I's relationship, right? So. Um, that's why I was like, that's why it happened then because she went to look for dirt. Like, I mean, it's clear. Like, but she don't says you it on almost the show. think, like, when I watch Real Housewives, because mm. obviously I watch everything. Oh, uh, me too. I and love I'm it. I'm like, froth on You it. know, when it's like an unknown source has given this information. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think it's producers. Sometimes I think they've, because they're not idiots. They've dug oh, up on everyone and then they've gone like, oh, but do you weird not think, little moment. Here you go. Yeah, but do you not think that if, Producers gave Olivia that information. She wouldn't have fucking. Of course, but I'm saying yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. But do you know what I mean? Oh yes, but and then people are still it's saying, fed. yeah, and then oh, yeah. it's like, oh, come she, on. She said you know everything I mean? else as if she's not. She wouldn't say. She's literally thrown Ender Shine, Channel Nine, Maths under the bus. Like, she, like I thought flat, that was flat. Con- I thought that was like in contracts. You can't do that. Or can you just go rogue? Oh, I mean, you can, but you're like. Liable. You're liable. Like, I mean, if they wanted to, I, I, you, I'm assuming, can. right? Well, yeah, we sign a contract. But I remember just feeling so um, empowered that a woman had no – you You sat there and as much as they tried to shame you, you were like there was no shame. You were owning mm. This choice. Yeah. And I was like, we need to see this on mainstream media. This is what I'm Thank trying to you. do. Yes. I just got goosebumps. Yes, on mainstream media. media. It was the first time, yes. Dom, I think I know. I've ever seen that yep. on channel. And I am proud that it was you. That it was me. And like, proud. Yeah. And yeah, it was tough and yeah, it was fucking hard. And I'm still reeling with that All now. I'm yeah. proud that as a woman, I was on mainstream media here in Australia and it reached the world that. No one's going to slut shame me. No one is going to shame me for my own But there's decision. nothing wrong with it. Exactly. It's there's like, nothing hang on, wrong. excuse if me. If you yeah. are a woman of age that decides yep. to do what she wants to do yep. on her terms, with her money, with her yep. – like, With her own life. Yep. Like that to me, I remember when I was little because I've always been quite fascinated with sex workers. I said to my mum, who is very open-minded – This was before I knew that prostitute was a bad word, so I just want to say that to my sex worker (laughs) friends that are listening. I said, Mum, would it be okay if I was a prostitute? And I must have been very, like, 9, 10, just learning about it. Just learning about it, yeah, yeah. And she was like, you know what, baby, if you choose that and you hurt no one, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. And so to see a woman on mainstream media say, yeah, I did that, might do it again. What is it? Like, mm. who gives a shit? And everyone then backtracks and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We weren't Women's slut- we, choices. Yeah. We weren't like- slut shaming you, but we just circulated an image and talked about it behind your back and didn't tell you or anything until we're at this dinner table in front of, you know, 15 cameras and the world. Because that's the problem, right? It's the problem isn't the OnlyFans. 
No. The problem isn't porn. The problem no. isn't sex workers. No. The problem is the way in which we as a society meet it, mm-hmm. right? Also, OnlyFans fucking loving you for, like, oh, publicity. Hu- like, 100%. Shit. Yeah, the CEO has reached out to me everything. Like, I yeah. would have just been, yeah. like, fucking activate account fucking quick because everyone's going to be fucking paying for my shit. Yeah. Like, up that bill. Um and then it's interesting, you know, because it comes full circle. You've just, I don't know where you're at with it now, but I'm, it, it was not active while you're on the show. And then they come to you with another opportunity and you're like, well, fuck, I've just given you a whole lot of fucking money. Like, let's get my mm. bag and like mm. do something. I'm owning this. Yeah. Where do you sit now with sex work, with OnlyFans, with everything as a whole? Like, what's your feeling? I think OnlyFans and what that platform is able to do for for people is amazing um because it isn't only just for you know sex work or there is there are so many other possibilities for any other content that you can monetize right mm-hmm. so for me i think it was really just taking back that power the narrative right taking yeah. back that narrative and being like hey you want to see the photo here you go Cha-ching. Now you're gonna, now you're gonna pay for it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, you're interested in it. There you go. But you're gonna pay. Yeah. So for me, it was like, so there was that- no new content. No, no, I had no content literally until the show aired, and then I was allowed to use it. And then I was like, hey, you want to see the photo? Here, here you go. it is. And it was the old photo yeah. that everyone talked about. It was the OG photo, and it's still up there. That if you want and to buy it, it, you can go. And I tell you what, guys, look, it's a great photo, <laughs> but you're going to think, why the fuck were these dickheads really so concerned? That the, this photo was on the internet. Like, go down a Bondi right now today, twenty eight degrees. Is you'll it see, just a titty shot? It's not even. There's no nipple. There is no nipple. It's like ass. Like the, the oh, if people are so offended by the like, <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, what am I gonna get? I was thinking, I didn't know. The thing, that's the way it was. I know because I, what we're thinking, it's penetrative sex. Yes, we're thinking you're uh, there's oral touching sex, myself or yeah, yeah, you know. The, I'm thinking you are a porn star. I know. I mean, that was my moment. If I ever like, I mean, <laughs> if I you wanted to start. I have so much respect for yeah, man. The sex like. Amazing. Amazing. Fucking all the power to you, girl. Get it. Like, love it, right? Yeah. I love sex. And I fucking the, love it. That was the story behind it was that you were doing that. And I'm, that it was one photo with us and a bit of tits. Yeah, it was like literally just like my figure. Like, it, it was, a, I think of it as a sensual photo. Like, yeah, sure. You, Okay, I just was in Europe. I was going to all these art galleries, every Botticelli, every, you know, all these. You don't these... even have to justify it. No, I don't. But, but you're saying if you're looking for hardcore porn, paying for it, you're not going to get what you want. You're not getting hardcore porn on my OnlyFans, if okay. that's what people are sure. assuming. But the fact that, you know, from that episode and from that moment, I think everyone thought I was doing hardcore porn because they were so, like, <laughs> they were so invested, like, yeah, did you see the photo? Like, did yeah. you see the photo? Like, wh- And then we all want to see it. And, and then we're all, like, um, wondering what it is. And then your poor family and friends oh, and the fuck. guy at the coffee shop are all thinking this, you know, and you're just like, guys. At the pub, like, <laughs> li- like everywhere. Like, I live in the inner west, so... I- in the inner west of Sydney where you think, you know, the, the hipsters, the, they're not watching that. They are watching it. We're all watching it. Literally everyone is watching, watching masses. It. So what, what is the conversation like with the fam, Ooh. with Nonna? Because that's fucking hard for the oh, Europeans, man. Yeah. It was, it was a really tough thing. 
I think because because they don't understand even why. No, 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 they don't understand it. But I think, and but also from from that episode, all all they're thinking. Oh, she's she's actually not sorry. That's not worse than it is. Sorry, that's um, sounds disrespectful to sex work. No, that it is more hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, let's be honest, in my nonna's views of, like, you know, being born in the 40s, like, you know, old school, for her it's like, oh, we don't, we don't want people to know that if she's doing it. Like, my, my grandparents, my family would not shame me if I wanted to go out and be a porn star and do whatever. Yeah. They'd be like, you go and do you, girl. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But for it to be blasted on a TV show. And misunderstood. And misconstrued. That's what hurt more. Okay. And that's why it was difficult for me to have that conversation with Nonna because she's like, okay, Domenica, but what is it? Like what what was the photo? Do you know what? what did you is- show her? Yeah, I did. I Just showed her, it's yeah. It's easier that way. The, the most difficult thing was was that once that aired, then people were actually leaking photos that I had I did have on my OnlyFans, right? And I get a call one day from my dad being like, hey, Domenica, your uncle's just called me from the fruit markets because I've got – yeah. So you understand men. (sighs) So someone at the fruit market has shown your uncle? Uh, Yeah, uncle, you know, has seen um, there's photos where, you know, you're you're naked. And, yeah, there are are naked photos of me on the internet. But guess what? See these tits? At some stage, everyone sucked on a pair of tits if you were lucky to be breastfed. Agree, mate. agree. But you All just right. don't want Uncle Johnny, oh, you know, like you seeing know, the tits. It just, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's unnecessary. He doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want to see it. But also, I, I think the human body is amazing and I'm not afraid of... Look, I'm an open breastfeeder, girl. Like, love my it. tits are out. Mate, when anyway. I breastfeed, my tits are going to come out <laughs> and if you're looking at me and shaming, I'll just squirt some milk at yeah, you, yeah, honestly. That's like, me. That's me. Don't I'm come very, for me. But, and I think that's why it's important, you know, I've got a daughter, to have... There's a lot of shitty things in the media uh, that are against women. And to show women, and I love, the other thing I want to talk about is period sex. Yes. Which was like so groundbreaking. Once again, mainstream media. Uh, Like channel nine, one that I was like, how did they fucking let her on? Because, or they, I mean, we loved it, but I was like, you're a bit of a liability. To this network, but they played it, which makes me excited, which makes me feel like we're growing. Honestly, big, like, you know, big energy to Channel 9. Like, oh, really, they've. For letting that For go letting through. that, yeah. The conversation about period sex and the men and the ugh, fucking, like, the immaturity and all of the stuff. Oh, I was the just immaturity. like. Oh, breaking down the stigma of the shit we're all doing that no one's talking about, and then the men that are going to shame women for expressing sexuality and women for bleeding, I was just like, Benj, are we seeing this? Because this is the conversations we're having with our daughter. These are the things that we're doing that we're normalising. So it was a really important time in TV, and I know it's fucking reality TV and everyone poo-poo's it and it's fucking beneath us and it's fucking stupid. Who else is having this conversation? Seriously, like reality TV, and let's let's remember that this is on Channel Nine, our biggest network here, right? right? Prime, Prime time, time. Prime and time. You chose the thing that I want to say is you chose. You could have been like, you could have dumbed it down and played it down and not brought this up, oh. but you were like, I got the fucking shits at him. He doesn't want to fuck me on my period. Hundred percent. You chose to. Say I could have just said, Jack is not. He's not really sexual with me. But no, that wasn't the reason, was it? No. And like the fact that you went, you don't find me sexual because I'm bleeding. That's interesting. Like, let's look at that. Hundred percent. I want to. Some men probably are a bit icky, but you know, 
Some men don't give a shit. You know, there's ways around shower sex, bring out the brown towel. Like we all have one. So exactly. Like, babe, I'm getting the towel for you all the time at the end. How about you you get a towel for me? Like this is, but you chose that moment and you chose that knowing people were going to be like, oh, fully. Oh, of course. Like I knew the second it came, like I even saw like the smile on the the soundo and the camera guy. Like even my producer Jackie, lover, God lover. Like even she was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about it because that's the fucking issue. And I you bet want- you didn't know that they'd put it forward. Like no, it was a five minute conversation, and you didn't know if it was going to go to. Air. Oh God, no. Uh, so that to me yeah. was like there really is something. It was about, powerful as fuck about being on a reality show, but taking it like. I know you're not being in the strategist's brain again, but taking it as an opportunity to be like, fuck, I'm that girl. So brands, you know what you're getting with me is the girl that is going to say the things that need to be said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in my power as a woman. I'm going to be like leading the way for women. And that is like a terrifying thing to do as a civilian. But also like if there's mm. no other way for you, I'm just impressed that a lot of this was able to be taken the way you wanted it to be. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it was a risk that I was willing to take. For, like, that is the person that I have always been in my life. Like, ask my lifelong friends, my brothers. They know I, like... You can't help it. It's in it, you. It, it, that is just me. That is who I've always been. And I promised myself before going on to maths... I wasn't going to let this no. whole bullshit of, you know, whatever dramas may occur or the fact that there's a camera in my face and I'm doing these voxies where, you know, you're talking to a producer and I wasn't going to let that take away my personality because that would just be so uncomfortable. And why would I want to live 12 weeks with trying to be someone else? Yeah, like, that's exhausting. Oh. And you'll fuck up. And we saw it play out. You're like, fuck, yeah. Really? People trying to cover really just be yourself like and if if who you are is a little bit of an asshole and that's also okay there's learnings in all of that right exactly my last question for you yes is who are you when no one's watching i'm vulnerable and a little bit scared to be honest yeah and i think you know, being able to actually admit that you you are scared is a really powerful thing. And only in the last few years have I been able to say, yeah, I'm fucking scared. I actually found a diary from like 2019, 2020, and I was reading through some of my, you know, entries. And one line, it was like I wrote, I'd wrote, I'm so scared for the future. I don't know what like I'm so fucking scared. And that really it made me sad but it really made me happy because that Domenica back then I know how scared she was but I also know that she had the resilience and the the power to get through that feeling of being really scared and frightened of the future but you know she she did it. And even though present-day Dominica is also scared, I know that I have the the strength to get over whatever hurdles are put in front of me and do it with kindness and dignity um, and still be me and not have to change who I am. Even though I might be scared, um, I can do it. So 
what is it that you're scared of? I think <sighs> scared of making a mistake, scared of <sighs> not finding love, scared of not making my family proud, scared of losing those I love. But, yeah, I think <sighs> maths put into perspective for me of like – Oh, love and finding a partner and finding this. Is that important to you? It's always been important to me. But I think the lesson that that experience taught me was I'm going to be okay even if I don't find the one. And that in itself was probably worth all of that heartache that happened and all of the shit fight. But being scared of being alone. I think it's the more being alone than not finding the love of my life or having a partner. It's just that feeling of being alone because I've been there and I know what it feels like and I don't want to ever feel that again. So that's probably what I'm most scared about. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for being with us today on the deep. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so gorgeous. That's beautiful. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's The Deep. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi everybody, it is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting, it's quirky, it's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you will hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.